When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Vine Street Property Podcast. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Hi guys, it's Joe McCarthy here with my business partner, Jack Heskin-Taylor. I'm sure you haven't heard from us now in a while. There has been a lot of changes in the past while. So um, yeah, essentially, we just thought we'd give you guys an update on what we're actually doing right now, um, the kind of focus that we have right now, and just a general update. So um, we've kind of talked about this, haven't we, Jack? We're kind of taking a step back to, to take two steps forward. And the yeah. past year has been kind of a crazy one for us now. And this is like even like, let, like put, let's put COVID aside for now, because that's affected so many people as it is. Um, but if you look back in the last year, like even even since January, like we already knew that we didn't want to go down the service accommodation route anymore. And mm-hmm. we were looking more to kind of deal source and, and, and also for uh, raising finance, providing investors with good fixed rate returns on property deals that we sourced. Um, so that's kind of what we've been doing. I mean, we've we've taken a step back from service accommodation. Um, we went from three units down to one unit. And thankfully, we could hand back the keys uh, for those two other properties at the time because, uh, well, COVID was striking and the areas where they were was all leisure and not really business area. So um, it was kind of one of those types of things where a lot of a lot of operators in the city got uh, got affected big time including ourselves but yeah it's been a wild year hasn't it jack it's it's been so so kind of up and down and yeah it's kind of we have to take that step back didn't we to kind of recalibrate and kind of refocus where we are yeah definitely i think um i think covid potentially helped us a bit with regards to service accommodation we we, you know the original plan was for us to to sort of scale up business and, and drum up somewhat of a cash flow for the business. Um, I think after after you know a good while of us doing that and, and getting up to managing three units, we realised that that wasn't a long term goal for ourselves. Maybe we did get a bit of shiny penny. You know, we thought that it was good cash flow. Spends a lot of time on serviced accommodation and also sourcing for other investors. Not wasted time. I think we you know the past yeah. twelve months has been a huge learning curve for me, and I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I think it's definitely geared us up for, for building a portfolio and, and you know maybe it's took some time over the past 12 months for us to really talk about what our end goals are, where we want to spend most of our time and, and we both know that that's building a portfolio and, and probably the quickest way for us to do that is to invest our own cash and, and also work with investors and offer sort of like fixed rate lending opportunities like you mentioned. That's, that's definitely our focus now. Still got the one service accommodation unit that was... JV, we're an investor, so we've got to honor that agreement. 
doing our best to make that work. I think I think we've done very well over the past twelve months. We've learned a lot. Like Joe said, we've we've basically just took a step back, but it's given us a lot of time to restructure the business, decide where we want to focus our time. I've I've really enjoyed it and thought that it's been really helpful. Yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Um, it's been uh, it's only the start of our journey now, and yeah, I have learned so much, and and the last year has been has been really, really busy. Um, we definitely have got a lot more of a focus, haven't we, and, and where yeah. we want to spend our time, um, especially now because time is quite limited, um, especially now because you have the, the little baba. Yeah, yeah, little ba- first baby, a yeah, little girl of that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so yeah. I've been, um, yeah, mad busy. Well, yeah, yeah. A, few, a few weeks off the radar, I've been uh, at home with the missus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. But uh, yeah, like it's one of these things where like we we've, you know, we've done the source and we were looking at a property and uh, even there, for example, one property where we're looking at and it actually went to auction, didn't it, Jack? And um, oh, yeah, we yeah. talk about that one a little bit. We kind of, we had it sourced and an offer in and offer accepted. It was a repossessed property and yeah. the offer was in a 39,999, you know, just yeah, for yeah. a stamp. And then, uh, and then what happened was we got a survey done on this property and we just re-offered again at uh, yeah. 37 because something came up that was unexpected. And that didn't get accepted. Now the bank then decided to put that property to auction, and the same property in the auction only a couple of months later got bid up to what was it, forty nine k? Yeah, just under yeah. fifty grand. Yeah, so it just oh. goes to show the way the market was, like with the pent up demand and everything like that. So unbelievable, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we were up we were bidding on the auction, weren't we? We were ready. Yeah. We, were, we were going for it. We were like this. Guide yeah, the price of 30, yeah, they put a guide in at 30, like, and I know that sounds like very, very cheap, but obviously they got the attention by putting it in yes. at 30. And and yeah, lo, lo and behold, it, it yeah, got bid up to 49. But we knew, like, at that price, like, it just it wasn't, no, it was it wasn't not worth that. They paid no, whoever bought that, they they way overpaid for it. Like, you know, yeah. it's just it's madness, like, the way it was, the way it went. Couldn't yeah, get over just, just for anyone listening, it, it was basically a two up, two down in Birkenhead all right area not not you know good for transport and amenities but not not the best area type of property one sort of like open plan living space really small kitchen and a downstairs bathroom so not the most desirable property but you know so end value you're looking between 60 65 70k at a push really high end so to pay 50,000 for it at an auction with all the extra bits of work as well. It depends. Uh, somebody obviously thought it was a deal. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things. But in the meantime, though, we have, uh, we have found a couple, haven't we, that we, um, that we're looking at currently and kind of, they're fairly, fairly along the process right now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This was, um, we did some directive end of letters. This is a while ago now. I'm mm. struggling to remember when, when this was Joe. Um, it was back probably, I think around the start of the year, wasn't it? Or yeah. Yeah. In contact with the vendor. We did a small batch of directive end of letters. Me, me and Joe drove around the streets where one of my buy to let is uh, Lee Road. We did, we did quite a few drive, we drove around there quite a lot, didn't we, Joe? Um, yeah. That sort of Wallacey area, um, noted down lots of addresses, one or two properties that stuck out to us. We, we sent letters to the, um, we paid the three pound on the land registry, found out who the owner was, and then just drafted up some letters. Got a call back from a portfolio landlord, spoke about this property, also got other properties they're looking to offload as well in the sort of Wallacey area. Real nice guy, just had a real good genuine chat. Told them about obviously what we do. We're looking to buy property ourselves. We also work with other investors. Quite a, a bit of a relationship built up with them. Speak to them quite quite regularly on the phone. 
vendor. He's a broker himself, so understands the property market. Yeah. They're, they're not like, you know, a, a mega below market value deals or, or anything silly, but, you know, the good properties in good areas. Hopefully we might have a few more properties off them in the future, might we, Joe? Yeah, exactly. And it's all, like you said there, about building up that relationship with the vendor. And, you know, that's just kind of a long-term thing, really. You know, if they're looking to offload a couple of properties every year, um, you know, whatever way they want to do it, then, then yeah, happy days. We can work with that. Um, yeah, like, I mean, these properties are ones that you can kind of add a bit of value to. Um, you know, we're not at the moment, like the way the market is, like everyone's looking for all the money out deals, you know, buy, refer, yeah. refinance, pull all your money out and go again. Um, so those kind of unicorn deals, while they're still out there, they're few and far between. And we kind of, we don't mind leaving a little bit of money in them. Uh, just yeah. to just to get the deal over the line and yeah it's it's good it's been a good experience and all that like and they are kind of they are fairly fairly along the along the lines right now in terms of purchasing and yeah, you know, yeah. surveys are done we need an architect to win and uh do up a few sketches and, and get a proper in-depth builder's quote in one of them and yeah yeah we are one of them is at um legal stages we've instructed the solicitor uh, the property is actually tenanted but we are buying it on vacant possession. So we've, we, we're putting down a deposit basically and doing a contract with like a, with a, what's called a long stop date. So that if they haven't evicted the tenants by, you know, after 12 months, for example, we're entitled to our deposit back. So we're just drawing up a contract with our solicitors now just to make sure that obviously when we put this money down as a deposit, we, we are protected as well. They just obviously want a commitment from us to say, you know, we are going to buy the property once they evict the tenant. So a li- little bit complicated, but, you know, a lot of sort of going back and forth for the solicitor and the vendor at the start. But, I mean, all, all worthwhile. That, that, area is, that area is massively on our radar, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, um, and you, you, have a, you have a bike to let only around the corner as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah so, good. you know you know the area inside out. Yeah, strong rental demand. Know the prices very well. Know the area very, very well. Um, yeah. So, it's def- that's definitely a deal for us. The second one, just had the structural survey, didn't we, Joe? Highlighted a few few structural issues nothing major just some minor work but we're getting a quote back from the builder just to make sure that we're aware of what those aspects of the the project are going to cost just to make sure that the the price that we've agreed is the price that we can sort of proceed at but we obviously just need to just get a quote from the builder for those type of works first and just waiting for that now aren't we joe exactly and and just taking it in stages really yeah it's a good process and like yeah it's just looking for those opportunities again and working with the working with investors as well with this one aren't we so um that's going to be investor financed that second one or both of them actually to a degree putting in some of our own funds as well of course but um yeah we're using we're using investor financing that aren't we yeah yeah just to to give everyone an idea what one's a small two-bedroom uh, buy to let just going to be a single let um, the other property is a larger sort of four bed and and the terrace so we're just toying around with, with, with what we could do with that property got a couple of potential exits but we're just trying to work out what what's best to, to invest the money in what sort of strategy got a couple of options you know it's good that it's a good sized property and um, yeah. gives us some a couple more exit strategies really doesn't it yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, and in terms of um, you know, with the getting the initial funding for this deal, wasn't it through social media? Um, someone reached out to you. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone reached out and just said, um, I think they, they mentioned me, me and you, Joe, that they seen us posting on on some property groups on Facebook, seeing that we we're doing a bit of service accommodation, purchasing as well. You know, sourcing for investors. So they just just contacted us. Just went out for. When met them up for a coffee. We met them again a couple of weeks later in Liverpool, didn't we, Joe? They're looking to invest in property, sort of like 
wanting to do it themselves, maybe sort of time poor, could really do with somebody like us on the ground, doing a bit more of the, you know, finding the deals and arranging, you know, working the sales process and then managing the refurbs and stuff. So there's a good, yeah. it fits, fits well, doesn't it? Well, yeah, and similar really goals well. and all that, and we can definitely work very well together. It's nice to see that obviously all that all the work that we were doing and posting on social media um, over the past 12 months. I mean, we've slowed down now, but at the, at the start of the year, we were quite active and it's nice to see that people have, have noticed us and, and got in touch and, and, and we've built some relationships from it. We did used to do lots of uh, posting on social media and, you know, <laughs> obviously we've been quiet enough lately. We're starting to post yeah. it now and um, putting some snippets of our, our old podcasts out there and, and all the rest. And it's something we're going to ramp up now again. Um, we've got some virtual assistants on board at the moment as well, uh, which is great. That's helping us out massively in terms of time. And yeah, it's it's just a it's it's at the stage where we've had to recalibrate a bit, and we're we're just starting to kind of ramp things up now again, aren't we? Good to step back. We've tried to sort of like you mentioned virtual assistants. We've got a podcast editor and content creator to, for some of our images and graphics and stuff for for social media. So slowly sort of building that process up so it's a bit more hands-off for us and we can focus more on on finding deals. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be like now. I mean, we're coming into like another lockdown here now again in the UK. Yeah, no. We're uh, we're just kind of playing it by year. But like, yeah, I can I can imagine what it'll be like now in, in like this time next year, you know, and, and just the kind of the rate of how things are starting to go now again. And it's yeah. good to have that, that major focus on what we want to do again. And, yeah, it's good. Should we um should we maybe tell everyone about our um our, our full time full time jobs as well, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um so yeah, I suppose we we're both back in work now for the for the time being. We've kind of stepped away from the cash flow and strategies like uh you know, service accommodation. And with that, we're back in work now again. Now we're working within the property industry. We're working uh for an off plan developer, we're part of the sales arm. So we're still in the yeah. same industry and all that. And, you know, I think it's great to get that, to get that experience and just involved with how it all works and, and on the whole development side of things. Just think in the yeah. future, like that was kind of our long-term thing was to maybe at some point get into developments ourselves. So um, seeing how it works is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, really good seeing how they mainly do commercial, large-scale commercial conversions. So the old office blocks are sort of the, you know, the, the typical project that they'll do between sort of, anywhere from 50 up to 150 units it's all off plan it's really interesting for us to see how they operate and it's really good to we're getting a really good understanding of the off plan industry which early on this year we didn't really know much about it at all did we joe no because um, what we look for like is kind of you know the the, the kind of hands-off or sorry the hands-on property type of thing yeah. we'll find ones that uh we will find a property that is battered and, and look to do it up and and add value that way where you know you're managing uh trades or you're getting the contractor in or you know all these things which is a lot more hands-on whereas the whole off-plan thing is more kind of for the the passive turnkey investor who wants to kind of really um you know they they might be like time time poor or cash rich and you just want a turnkey solution so um i suppose that's where kind of the whole off-plan thing can come in as well isn't that right jack yeah yeah and they sort of a lot of investors who um invested the early stages are investing for that sort of uplift over the over the build period whether it's yeah. you know 12 18 months for a property that you know once completed a new development and it's all singing and dancing you know you do get somewhat of an uplift yeah it's been really really good for me i've actually really really enjoyed it every day and learning stuff about developments off plan you know it's it's very very interesting i think that makes the job 
easy for me because I'm genuinely interested in it. And every day I'm, I'm keen to, you know, speaking to investors all the time on the phone every day. That's what we're doing day in, day out. So yeah. it, it's great for us, really. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm so glad that we've, obviously we've gone to get full-time jobs because we want the regular income and that security. For us personally, I think, you know, a couple of times we had conversations, Joe, where when we're looking at mortgages and giving sort of investors personal guarantees, we weren't working full time. So it was hard to be able to justify where that money was going to come from and also sort of lendability with, with, with mortgages. I think both of us being in full-time employment right now is, is really going to help us. Um, we're a lot more lendable. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah, in, in a nutshell. I went the long way around there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's it. Like, and you did touch on personal guarantees and everything like that as well. So if you're looking at a bank, like, and if if an investor kind of approaches, you know, lending someone as if they're a bank, like, you're going to do your due diligence and, you know, yeah. you have to make sure that everything's covered. So, yeah, having the personal guarantee capabilities, it's, it is good, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. A, a good move for us, in, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So plans for the future now going forward. We're, we are looking to kind of ramp up the podcast again. We have been quiet on it for a while. Um, yeah. So we're looking for new speakers to come in and uh, share their experience in, in the industry and um, and we can add some value to our listeners. So in terms of our own plans, I suppose, going forward as well, we're kind of looking more towards yeah building that portfolio. We will still be doing a bit of sourcing. We, we kind of more have a bit of focus on ourselves, but say if a property kind of falls with, outside of our criteria, maybe it's outside our area, but it's still a deal and things like that, then yeah, we, we, might, uh, we might sell that one on or package it on. Um, yeah. if, it, if it's just say like somewhere that's outside our area or whatnot, but we still know it's a deal. But yeah, our, not our primary focus is to our main focus is it no our main focus is to build our own portfolio if you are looking to uh if you are looking for um opportunities to invest in developments for when i say developments mean kind of like small scale things like if uh if you're looking for a fixed rate on a first charge basis do reach out to us we will be looking for more projects that will require funding and we do provide very competitive rates as well so uh, do reach out to us if you are looking for any potential opportunities to fund if anyone's looking for sort of guidance or assistance on investing in the Wirral or Liverpool or Chester, you know, just give us a shout. We're not so active in, in sourcing off-market deals at the moment. So we may not have, a, you know, a bunch of deals to show you and say this, you know, this is what we can source, this is what we've got in the pipeline. We won't have that available right now, but we, we at least may be able to sort of point you in the right direction and give you a bit of advice on, on areas, um, me for the Wirral especially. And with me and sorry, just about our, our full time job again. We are based in Chester as well, so learn a bit more about the Chester area. They're sort of our three main areas of focus, aren't they, Joe? We're yeah. all Chester, Liverpool. That's where we're mainly sort of operating and, and looking for property ourselves. Yeah, okay. that's no, been great. Just uh, hope you enjoyed that quick update. Just to, thought we'd uh, touch base. It was well overdue. So yeah, it was, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll be back soon with, with with more guests. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks very much. Bye. Easy. Bye now. Bye bye. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.